Hello everybody, it's Gary Stuckey with Real Music right here on Anchor.fm and Spotify and Apple Music and all points in between and everywhere you hear cool podcasts, I'm right there in the middle, I bet you. <laughs> but today, on today's show, I've got an awesome guest lined up for you. An interview with the one and only, he's back, Mr. Michael Sweet of Striper, the awesome singer and guitarist. He's talking about their brand new album they got coming out next Friday. It's called The Final Battle. And if you haven't heard the songs, you need to. The uh, singles they have, they've already released. Uh, totally awesome. And uh, maybe better than uh, the last album. Could that be? It's, it's a possibility. Let me know what you think. Yeah, check them out. Brand new single out called Same Old Story and Video. You need to check that out too. And uh, you're going to love it. You know, some... Real music is it. I mean, Christian band been around for many years, and uh, he's here to talk about that and a, a lot of cool stories. He's really honest and open and telling everything about his life. And I've uh, been through some hard times uh, with his eye surgery and things like that. And uh, he's going to tell you all about it. So here we go. Here he is. Here's Michael Sweet. Hello, this is Gary. Hey, Michael Sweet here. How are you? Good, Michael. How's it going? Good, good, good. That's good. Um, Sorry I'm a few minutes late. Hey, you're, you're good. I'm just glad to hear from you. I, I know, uh, how's your dad doing? He's doing good. He's doing better, you know. That's good. We're all still waiting to see what happens. Um, we're not sure at the moment, but he's do- definitely doing better. That's good. I've been praying. Thank you. We appreciate we appreciate it. Really do. Yeah, I, I understand. My dad been through been through a lot uh, this past uh, year, well, a few years, and it you know your dad's everything, you know. So you. Oh yeah. You know. I know, man. Um. I know. Well, the last time I talked to you, I think you were moving, and you, <laughs> and you had a lot of moving people. You kept getting interrupted and stuff, and yeah, and it's funny because we're moving. We're moving. My daughter's moving today. There are movers here in a moving truck here right now. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> There's something about the mover. It's crazy. We've we, we've been in an apartment, uh, Lena, my daughter's apartment, for a year, and uh, we moved in September of last year when you and I talked. Right. And uh, moved in with her. Well, we were traveling in an RV, and then when we got back from Florida in November, we moved in with her, and then I had the eye surgeries and whatnot, and we've been here for a year almost, and she's moving out today into a new house they bought, and we're moving out in two weeks into a new house that we built, Mm -hmm. so it's just a lot of moving, and life has been crazy the past year, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about all that. Um but uh, the new album, uh, The Final Battle, is coming out next what, Friday, right? That's going to be cool. It is coming out uh, next Friday, which is crazy. Awesome. And we're super excited about it. Um, and can't wait to, for people to hear it, you know, it, as a whole. Instead of just a few songs and a few yeah. videos, it's going to be nice for people to hear the whole album. Well, you know, I remember last time when I was talking to you and – you know, you're saying uh, that that album was the best album that you've done. Will you say that about this album? 
Or can you say that about every album <laughs> that you do? I mean, well, I, I I say I only say it if I mean it. Yeah. There's a few albums in the past I haven't said that about, but because um, I had reservations about it and whatnot. But this album and the past few albums, I've said it's our best, and I really feel and believe that. Right. I think that we're improving our craft. Uh, we're getting better at the process of recording. Uh, and writing and i really think that uh this album turned out extra special good and uh, you know the only way to know is when it comes out and see if the fans and the critics agree so far the critics we've gotten some great reviews and some critics have said the same thing i've said which puts a big smile on my face it makes me realize like okay maybe i'm Maybe I'm not just dreaming this, but uh, I do think it's our best for a number of reasons. It's it's just got the energy. It's got the flow. It's got a perfect eclectic mix that works. And uh, I just love the spirit of the album. Right. Well, so far, I, I mean, I've been jamming uh, to the songs, you know, as they come out. I'm thinking, you know, because last time I said, how do you top that album? You know, and it's like, wow, I guess this is how you come out with these songs and so, so after the last album, how do you how do you go into a, approach a new album? How do you set that up, and what's on your mind about a new this album? You know, I approach it the same as any other album. Um, I always, I always uh, just go into it with the thinking that you know I want to outdo the last, and I just let it all flow out. I don't sit down and plan it out um, ever. You know, I just go in my studio and start writing. Riffs come, grooves come, and then once that happens, a song is complete two or three, four hours later. And then the next day repeats itself. And um, once there's 11 songs, 12 songs, that's it. And then it gets sent to the guys and they learn it. But it's the same process pretty much for every album. It doesn't change. Um, I don't sit down and plan out, okay, what am I going to do for this album? I'm going to try this. I'm going to experiment here and change it up there i don't think like that i never really have and especially these days i don't at all so it's a spontaneous thing 100 percent. and as far as the uh you know the titles and the subjects of each song i mean how does that come to you you know and i know a lot of them you know you can pull right out of scripture you know i mean so how does that come how do you make that into a song and what you know what come how does that come together for you well, it's it is often uh, pulled out of scripture. I go to the word often for many songs, um, but you know it's also life experience, things that I've gone through, things that I've seen firsthand, things that I've experienced, or other people in my life have experienced. That's where a lot of the inspiration comes from. Lyrically, uh, musically, it's just there's always a song in my head. That inspiration is always there, day in and day out. Sometimes I dream about the songs i wake up with the melody uh some songs i sometimes i pick up a guitar and there's a riff that comes out instantaneously and then a song is is birthed and formed from that uh within an hour uh it just it's different you know it's i'm 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 really made um god god made me in a unique way in the sense that uh, a song is such a part of my life and within my head so deeply that um i've said this before it's a it's a burden and a blessing yeah you know because it 
the burden part of it is that it, it takes away from other things I should be focusing on. Uh, the blessing is that, you know, it's never an issue when it's time to write an album. Uh, you know, there's always a song there. Right. And uh, like you said, the album's coming out next week, and you just got off the road, right? Just got off the road. We did a, a two-week run, um, five dates in Texas and Wichita, and then we went to Costa Rica, awesome. San Jose, and performed, and then we went to Bogota, uh, Colombia, and performed. How was that? That was a great amazing. time. Huh? <laughs> amazing. Wow. Yeah. First time there, and just really amazing. I'm going to go back and do uh, a solo a solo tour uh, there eventually, a South American solo tour, something I want to do and have wanted to do for a long time. So uh, I'll be returning hopefully maybe next year. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, I'm, I know the fans will be happy to see you come back. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. And uh, the album, like I said, the song's awesome. Uh, got a new song out. Uh, well, just released, I guess, a week ago. Same old story in the video, right? That's right. Yep. Same old story. Very uh, mid-tempo kind of song. It's got a little more melody to it than the Transgressor has, a little more melodic. It's got a good uh, mix of the old with the new. And so what's the story behind that song, Same Old Story? Well, it, it's just about how people say they're going to change and they don't times say they're going to change and they don't just the same old story you know uh same old repetitive thing where you know you you say one thing and you do another uh, and i feel like that's the problem with this world is we we talk a lot but we don't do a lot right no. and uh that's it's just the same old story <laughs> you right. know it's, it's a cycle that, that keeps going you got to break the cycle that's right exactly and we need to start doing and stop talking. And, uh, and, and obviously, I'm also referring to our walk with God, our relationship sure. with God. You know, start re representing God more sure. on a daily basis instead of talking the talk. You know, people are so quick to send out scriptures and text messages and uh, biblical quotes and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And it's all talk until you put actions behind it. That's true. So true. Or if your actions don't line up with that, it's just null and void. That's right. Anybody can post yeah. a scripture or talk about it. Yeah. But doing it is a different thing. And, I, you know, I try not to ever be that guy, you know, guilty of that. Cause I, um, you know, and if somebody says to pray, I'll, I pray right then. I don't just talk, you know, I do it, you know, like, like your dad, oh, for yeah. instance, you know, I, when, when I saw that your dad was, you know, having some issues, I, I prayed right then, you know, and you, you do what you say you're going to do, you know, that's just how it should be. Exactly. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that do do that. But the ones that, that I'm referring to are those that, you know, there's a few people I know. And, and again, I'm guilty of it, too, but I try not to be that way. Sure. There's a few people that I know where their actions just don't line up with their words. They're always sending scriptures. And, and I'm just thinking, well, God, that just doesn't line up with what you're really doing and who you really are, <laughs> you yeah. know. And it just comes across as hypocrisy. It, it is hypocrisy. That's, you know, and, and I don't think people realize that, like you said, everybody's guilty to a degree at some point. Oh, yeah. And it's like when you notice it's wrong, you fix yep. it, right? And, and at least you have somebody out there that can say, hey, you're not kind of lining up with what you're saying here. 
Okay. Exactly. <laughs> no, no and that's offense. why for me, what I do is I'm really careful about how many scriptures I'm sending out or, or what I'm posting. You know, when you, when you, before you post a scripture or you post a message from the Bible and you're telling people what they should do, you got to kind of take a step back and say, well, am I doing it? That's right. Am, 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 can I speak from the heart as a representative of what I'm saying or am I hypocritical by posting this? That's, I try to step back and, and that's why a lot of times I don't post scriptures because right. I am. If I did, I'd feel like a hypocrite and I'm not the guy to be posting it on that particular day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally understand that. Um, and that's. In these days, you know, there's people watching you and, and ready to attack, yeah. you know, everything oh, you yeah, say. Is yeah. it, are you still having issues? I know you had some last time, uh, people commenting on your social media and trying to stir up things. How, how do you respond to all that and how do you stay calm sometimes? Well, you know, I, I try not to read into it too much. I, I I'm, take care of all my social pages, Michael Sweet pages. So, um, there isn't a management company posting for me like, like most artists. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's, you get what you get with me. And, and I'm a very open-minded, uh, guy. I'm a very, uh, you know, I voice my opinion, very opinionated and a very open book. And with that, when you, when you're an honest person like that, you speak your mind, you know, people, a lot of people don't like it. Uh, so you're going to get the, negative response sometimes and i get that but i've just learned to kind of rise above if i read something uh negative i try to just move on and rise above it and realize it's just words sometimes it gets me though sometimes i'll read something i'll put my foot on the on my feet on the ground i'll have my first cup of coffee and i'll read something and it sets the tone for the day yeah and that's shame on me for letting it letting it get the best of me uh, but sometimes what people say does. And uh, that's the unfortunate thing about the Internet is people can go and say whatever they want. And they don't they don't think about what they say. Right. And, and they just type type away and say whatever they want. And sometimes it's pretty hurtful and just not not nice. It's it's damaging. I mean, sometimes, you know, the stuff you say sticks with people. It's like a like a knife wound, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. cuts you. And then even though you can say, I'm sorry. It's still that hurt there, you know. You gotta think. People need to think about what they say. And and hundred percent, hundred percent. And uh, well, uh, so the video though for the uh, for the new song, the same old song. I mean, same old story. Um, how fun was that to make? I mean, it's you know, I know you've been through a lot of stuff, and uh, you know, it's pretty cool uh, to see y'all jamming and everything together. What? How do y'all go about? Well, you know, the the biggest bummer for me and negative, I should say, is I can't move too much. You know, I used to be if you ever saw me with Boston or back in the day, I I was always moving around, dancing around, whipping my head around. Uh, Lots of energy. And that's who I am. I can't do that anymore. You know, I I, got to be really careful how much I move. And that bums me out. Cause I want to go out there and move and do my thing and I can't and I'm stuck at the microphone and, you know, I see everyone else moving around, running around, having a, a, a gay old time and I'm just kind of stuck there. And it's, it's, it's a little, little bit of a bummer for me, you know? Um, 
but I hope fans understand. And maybe someday I can be myself again on stage once my eye completely heals up and, um, you know, I can, I can just get out there and do it, but that's the biggest downfall for me and uh, hurdle to overcome is the fact that I just can't perform at the best of my ability yet. Right. But it probably makes you realize the things you, you know, maybe took for granted or maybe, you know, oh, yeah. right. Some yeah. Things like that, totally. Right. And, yeah. For a hundred percent. I mean, my planes messed up from the something so simple as a, as an eye surgery, you know, and it's like three eye surgeries. My, a lot of times when I turn to the right real fast and I turn back to the left to look at my guitar neck, I see two guitar necks and I, I screw up the solo because I I don't know where I am on the neck, you know, and just all kinds of little things like that, that I'm really having a tough time with. And um, it's really affected my performance a lot and I'm doing my best to overcome it. um, And I'll get there. Yeah. You know? Wow. Well, that can be an inspiration for people that are going through a hard time or some issues. You, you do the best you can, regardless of what shape you're in. I mean, exactly. I, I mean, you're doing an awesome job. I mean, I haven't noticed any, you know, differences, uh, but I know that, you know, um, right. Well, I, 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 it's, I'm glad for the most part, people don't notice, but even if they do, I, I understand. I mean, I notice, you know, when I, when I go back and watch videos, I, I can see like, oh man, you know, I'm just struggling more on stage and uh, having a tough time getting through uh, moving, putting on a performance and and playing guitar. Those are the two things that are kicking my butt lately. Or does that enter your mind? And, and I know, it's, you know, a lot of times, you know, you see these uh, singers, and I think you've, you've touched on it in the past about different singers that you think probably need to hang up their hat, you know, and, and, and call it quits. Does that go through your mind that maybe one day I'll, you know, it's creeping up on No, you? not yet. It, it, the good thing with me, it, 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 you know, a positive for me is I don't just sing. That's right. And I don't just play. Right. You know, I'm a singer and a guitar player. So if for some reason I have trouble playing, I could always sing. If for some reason I have trouble singing, I could always play. And it, it's, you know, I think in that regard, I'm very blessed that I can do uh, multiple things and not just one thing. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm I'm not talking or thinking that way yet at all. Yeah. I, I, I refuse to think like that because once you start going down that path, that can open the door to depression and, you know, just not believing in yourself and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not, I'm not even going to go there. That's, that's a great thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, I know that that, you know, that does affect, you know, things, uh, in your life and, and, uh, and th- you know, I know it's probably been hard for everybody around you. How, how does the band, deal with some of the issues i know uh, oz had some issues too right Oz had some issues too uh, with surgeries and and he he really came out of those surgeries uh, in a in a better place than most people uh do that go through the same surgeries so he's he's pretty much from what i can see and experience with oz it's pretty much the same oz that i've always seen and known uh, i know he gets a little tired and lethargic from certain meds that he's taking but for the most part it didn't affect his playing ability at all 
um, he, he plays like he, like he always has, you know, or at least so it seems to me. Uh, so he's in a good place and that's, that's a great thing. Yeah. That's, and like I said before, it's, it's really encouraging. I'm sure for fans or, or people, you know, talking about talking the talk and, you know, uh, not giving up, you know, doing what you're called to do and being faced with all these trials, right. And still oh, being yeah. able to accomplish, you know, and play, play these awesome shows and have a new album out and just fans love you. You know, how cool is it to have fans, uh, like striper fans? It's amazing. And we never, ever want to take that for granted because when you don't have that, you're done. You know, the fans make, make the train roll down the tracks, man. And, uh, without them, you're, you're not going to do anything. Uh, you're not going to sell albums. You're not going to sell tickets and, the fans make it roll and and we're so blessed to have a really strong core following uh and fan base and we always have and we're very blessed by that and we never take that for granted ever the fans are everything we uh, always always want to acknowledge them and uh, let them know how much we love them and appreciate their support uh, for almost 40 years it's just phenomenal yeah that's that's a long time to be uh in a group yeah. crazy <laughs> how do y'all maintain uh, everything as a band you know you, you hear in the news this bandmate you know fault this one or they're you know yeah uh, you know I, I, I don't know just uh how do you deal with certain issues are there ever any problems that come up and how do you handle oh them? yeah there are problems all the time you know uh all the time it's we go at it you know and sometimes it's it's uh, one guy with another guy. And then the next tour, it's two different guys. And, you know, there's, there's personality issues. And when you have, I think what happens is when you lose respect, uh, you're going to have problems just like a marriage. Right. You know, if, if someone doesn't have respect for you, then you, you, there's going to be issues and you're going to butt heads. And, and we go through that too. Right. You know, we did on this last run a couple of times. Right. You know, over over silly things. It's like and you're just sitting there thinking, God, why is why is this even happening? You know, what's wrong with you? And why are you saying this? And you're just thinking this is crazy. But, you know, it does happen because you're out there on the road. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Stress, pressure, traveling, exhaustion, all kinds of things. Sure. And then it has an effect on people, you know, and it can cause tensions to rise. So anybody out there that thinks that Striper has it made and everything's perfect, right? There's there's another side. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Of course not. <laughs> right. We don't have it made. We're not perfect, at, by no means. I mean, trust me. I and this is not a threat by no means. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I want to quit daily. Mm-hmm. I I literally want to quit daily. I mean, my physical side is is done with it. Done with the. Uh, you know, dealing with the attitudes and dealing with um, the negative side of touring yeah. uh, and, the, you know, 4 a.m. lobby calls, four shows in a row, flying from show to show, driving from show to show, lugging gear, you know, three things in each arm. Uh, and you just kind of get to a point where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. But then you realize why you do it there's a higher calling for striper it's not about sex drugs and rock and roll 
And the minute we remind ourselves of that, we realize, yeah, we do want to do this. And and that has to mean that it's burning inside of you really strong. Otherwise, you'd you'd give in, right? I mean, there's got to be something in there. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're human. You know, we got out on the road. We're human. We get into arguments. And like I said, it happened a few times on this last run. And um, those things go on in our organization. But I think we've gotten pretty good at knowing how to deal with those things. And, and you Instead know, of being being yeah. immature about it and fighting and not talking for two years. Oh, and yeah. We're breaking up. We're breaking <laughs> up because, you know, you know, it's that's where we're a little different. Uh, you hear about these bands that just don't get along and they can't get their, their stuff together. And this goes on for 40 years and you're just thinking, wow, how dysfunctional can you be? You know, right? it's not like that, but we do have our problems and and hurdles to, to have to jump and overcome daily. And I know that, you know, different magazines and media outlets love to hear all the negativity about they want to hear something juicy that maybe you oh, broke yeah. a guitar, you know, over somebody. <laughs> you, yeah. threw, you threw a microphone at some guy, you know, they want to hear all this stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah right? For sure. And, and they, I think what happens with bands like Striper, you know, cause we stand for God and we sing about God when we do something that's human, they look at us as, ah, see, I told you right. they're fakes. They're phonies. But they don't do it for the other guys. They're they're they're, <laughs> no, they're, they're okay not. like they are. But you got to be perfect, doggo. Oh, of course. That's just. Uh, hey, here, here's something kind of off subject. I was thinking if you ever, you know, you need to do like a a, a side project, like a solo type thing, like yep. in, in disguise, and call yourself Dude Sweet. I'm just saying <laughs> that way somebody goes, Dude. That's sweet. Okay, I'm sorry. Just <laughs> I said, well, threw that out there. I've I've thought and laughed about that so many times. Like, I wonder what if we were to change our name and people didn't know it was Striper. Would they would they like the song? Would they get it and have a different opinion of it? And or me as a solo artist, you know, sit it out to radio under a different name. You know, I've that thoughts come up but in, in a in a in a fun way but we just never have done it that's that is something to think about you know and i think a lot of people though they think oh it's a christian band they're gonna be and uh so they don't want to listen to that but then it, if, oh yeah if you were like in this guy it's just regular band it's like i like this stuff where you know where yeah. they've been all my life yeah Totally. If you were, if we were in disguise, there would be no preconceived ideas or notions, and people would just listen without judging. Right, and that's the way it and should be, anyway, right? That's the way it should be, anyway. But for, with, with us, it's not that way. It never will be that way because we sing about God. That's it. You know, um, it's it, it, there's so many Christians in the world, yet it's the most hated, uh, if you want to call it a religion. It's the most hated religion on the planet. Christianity, and I, I try to figure it out, and not sure why. And I think it's because there's so many hypocrites out there right. that give Christianity a bad name, but there isn't any religion. Yeah, I, I think I think it's just it's probably just people's own, you know, misunderstandings and maybe some uh, I don't know bitterness of their own selves. I don't know. I think exactly they, they point fingers at things and try to justify things um exactly that's right um 
Well, you uh, in the when's the next time you you guys going to be playing? We head out in two weeks to go do the Kiss Cruise. Awesome. Yeah, we're doing two sets on the Kiss Cruise first week. And uh, then we come back from the Kiss Cruise and we do two nights at the Whiskey in Hollywood. And then we come home and that's when Lisa and I move into our house. And then we go out and do, uh, I do a solo show here locally at a place called the Spire Center Christmas show the day after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then we go and do a couple festivals in Mexico in December. Wow. Big festivals. We're playing with a bunch of different bands as Kiss and Kiss One Night and Megadeth and Judas Priest and Pantera and just a huge list of amazing bands. And we're, we're performing at two of those festivals. So we're really, really honored to be able to do that. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and you know, what's a, what's a normal night for playing, you know, playing with those guys? I mean, do you hang out afterwards or something like well, that? Sometimes you get to say hi, you go to the, the, uh, the dinner tent, you know, and you see people and get to say hi to people, but usually not really hanging out per se, especially now with the pandemic and COVID and all that, all that stuff, you know, people are a lot more cautious and careful these days and almost borderline fearful to hang out with one another. Cause you're afraid you're going to give each other COVID, you know? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, in this, this new album though, uh, hitting the stores next week, uh, a, a positive, how would you rate this album as far as, you know, the theme of this album, what would you say it is and what, how do, how do fans take it? Oh, man, I think it's just such a powerful album. It's it's reminding people of the end times, the end of the world. Battle of Armageddon is the ultimate final battle. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of living in those times. And I've expressed that in the press lately. And, and people laugh at that and think, oh, God, yeah. they've been saying that for years. And I really think we are, though now because of everything that's going on in the world. And uh, we're certainly at a high, much higher level. Uh, than we've ever been before of signs uh, directing us right. to the end times and showing us. But anyway, I think that's what this album is saying, making a statement like get ready, get your lives right, get things in order, be prepared uh, musically and lyrically. And the music, I think it's our best album. Yeah. My favorite album so far today, I, when I pop it in, I don't uh, it might be a song or two. I don't want to say that I skip but I don't care for as much as some of the others, but I really think the whole album flows great and every song is great in its own right. And it's a powerful album. I can't wait for people to hear it. Awesome. And the, uh, the artwork for the album, who, who did all the artwork for the, uh, the cover is really cool. That's, that's a guy by the name of Stan Decker, Stan Decker. And he's just super, super talented guy. And he did, he's done all of our artwork since No More Hell to Pay. So cool. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the artwork, it kind of goes along with the, you know, when you're younger, you see an album cover and you're like, that just kind of makes or break the album. Talking about judging a book by its cover, it's like, you see the album, you're like, this album's going to rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? yeah. Because it looks well, cool, right? <laughs> I'll tell you, this album really is, it's, it's special. It's got something special to it, and I can't wait for people to hear it, and I hope they agree. I really do. Well, based on what I've heard so far, I think they will, and uh, I appreciate you uh, talking to me today. And I'm still praying for you, Dad, 
and everything. And uh, Thank you, buddy, so much. Yeah. Really appreciate that. I really do. And I'll keep everyone posted on, on the Internet how things are going, you know. Sure, yeah. And, yeah, we'll be praying and uh, and hoping for the best and hoping for this uh, new album. Everybody's going to love it, I'm sure. And uh, thanks so much, man. Thanks, brother. Look, you have an awesome day. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. God bless you. And uh, we will talk again soon, I'm sure. Hopefully not when we're moving. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Thank you so much. Okay, brother. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Real Music. I appreciate you so much. If you'd like to donate to this podcast, you can do so by clicking on the support button and giving whatever amount that you feel like. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll be bringing you more and more awesome interviews. So just, you know, stay tuned and uh, share this, if you will. And check out my YouTube channel, Real Music with Gary Stuckey. And subscribe and uh, tell all your friends that the music is real. I'm keeping it real right here on Real Music. And until next time, everybody, do that. Keep the music real. <laughs>